Dr. Kristen Oja here, entrepreneur and functional medicine expert. Welcome to Little By Podcast, where our goal is to empower you to achieve optimal health, one step and one episode at a time. Taking a functional medicine approach will cover a variety of health and wellness topics, from how to optimize performance to how to balance your hormones and everything in between. This podcast is for educational purposes only, so please be sure to consult your healthcare provider before incorporating any changes into your daily routine. Now grab your headphones and let's go for a walk as we take steps towards becoming your best self. I'm really pumped for this episode. I have my husband... Cam Oja on with me today. Hello. And uh, we're actually having some dry farm wine right now on a Friday night. And we were like, hey, we should record a podcast together. I love it. Sounds great. It's been like a year, I think, since I was last on here. And I think uh, Letty wasn't even in the picture yet. And we had just had Emery and we talked about the birth story. And now here we are. Letty is almost one at the beginning of March. But we really, we wanted to talk about a couple different things. We wanted to talk about how the Enneagram really impacted our marriage and the journey of us opening Stat Wellness and now working together and just a few kind of tips and tricks on how we kind of met in the middle with some of our life habits. You guys know this season is all 30 minutes and under, so we're just going to be scratching the surface, but we're so excited to have you with us tonight. None of this is planned out. It will be completely organic. Um, And also a side note, if you guys don't know about Dry Farm Wines, uh, it is a clean, lower alcohol, less than one gram of residual sugar wine that is really now the only one I like to drink. And if you guys want to try a extra bottle for a penny, go to dryfarmwines.com slash Dr. Kristen Oja, D-R Kristen Oja, uh, and I'll put it in the show notes too. But anyway, let's talk about the Enneagram. So if you guys have heard me talk, or maybe some of you guys listening are an employee of STAT, uh, we do Enneagrams on everyone. I love Enneagrams. And I really fell in love with Enneagrams when I found the impact that it has on Cam and I's marriage. So the whole reason we started kind of digging into this, at least I did, is one, I love personalities. I dig into all of them. But I didn't understand how every time I came home with a new idea, Cameron would ask me a hundred questions, follow-up questions after I had my idea. And it just like, I felt like he was popping my balloon every time I had an idea. Oh yeah. I mean, look, the feeling was mutual on that too. I think we were together for at least four or five years before we ever did the Enneagram. And I think once stat wellness was becoming a more real idea is when I started to see the side of my personality that I didn't know that much about, which was the one that loves to ask the questions. I'm not overly enthusiastic about a new idea necessarily as much as you probably would like me to be. Um, Where I get excited is when I can ask my questions, see the feasibility, see the vision, then I get pumped, Um, which works the opposite for Kristen, because as soon as I ask a question, it's why don't you believe in me? Why, why, where's the, uh, where's the optimism and I'll get there. I promise I will, but it does take me some time. It's just the way that I've learned that I kind of process this information and we couldn't really put our fingers on it until we started to do this Enneagram test and really see the differences and the similarities in our personalities. And what I loved about it is it made me understand more so how people have inherently very different personalities. People come at situations very differently and nothing is wrong with either perspective. And that's what I really feel like. And as we kind of talk about this has made us such a great pair working together at Stat Wellness. So you guys may have guessed from Cameron kind of starting in that uh, descriptive uh, 
explanation of both of us. I am a seven and Cameron is a six. So if you guys know the Enneagram, the seven is the enthusiast, the six is the loyalist. So we like to say sevens, we see opportunity in everything and sixes see risk in everything. And uh, as you can imagine, me coming home as a serial entrepreneur with 500 different business ideas and him being a little bit more of, well, here's the risk. How are we going to counteract these? And then me coming home and saying, hey, I'm going to start Stat Wellness. Cameron's first question is like, where are you getting the funding? How are you going to hire people? I'm signing a lease, you know, for $7,500 at the time. And Cameron's like, where are you going to get the $7,500? And you're going to hire a full-time salaried person. You know, I look back on this and I'm like, those are probably pretty like realistic questions you should be asking. Oh, for all you sixes out there, I'm sure your palms are sweating right now thinking about if you were in that situation trying to figure out how you... uh calm the fire that is, you know, your spouse who has this amazing idea and <clears throat> you want to support it. But honestly, it was really tough for me. Um, you know, when stat first started and was becoming a thing, um, we just gotten married. We, uh, I don't even think we had a dog yet, obviously no kids yet. And we were traveling a bunch. We just bought a new house. We we're just in a different headspace. It was like every weekend. It's like, what do you want to do this weekend? You just had so many different choices and things that we could do. And then with this kind of being brought home, immediately, like as Kristen said, I just had questions. And it's like, okay, so how is this going to change your weekly schedule? How are we going to fund it? What's the business plan behind it? How do you address X, Y, and Z? And um, as you guys heard me say before, that's typically not super well received by somebody who has more of Kristen's personality and sees pure opportunity. And it's just kind of like, hey, blind trust, I can do this, which I always had faith, but it was many, many conversations before I could really fully get on board. And so my response back was, my business plan is right here. And I pointed to my my heart. My heart. Uh, and Cameron was like, you're kidding me. That was his response. He was like, you're, you're kidding me. That is your business plan. And I trust I like, you. I love you, but I need more. <laughs> and then the best part was I go, oh, yeah, I'm not going to pay myself. Um, <laughs> so here, my business plan's right here in my heart. I'm not going to pay myself. And hey, I need you to get on board. And for the six seeing risk and everything, you know, that you can imagine that was tough. But through a lot of conversation and obviously fast forward three and a half years after that moment, Cameron came on as our CEO. And now he, and really from the very beginning, has been the number one supporter. And I look back to that beginning of our journey. And in my mind, at the time, I had all these thoughts that Cameron doesn't support me. And um, he's he doesn't believe that this is going to be successful. But now I look back on it and I tell him all the time, I'm like, no, you were my number one biggest supporter. You were my advisor. And those questions he was asking, like it really was an advisory role. And now I look back on it and there's no way I could have done it without Cameron. I mean, he financially supported us as I didn't pay myself anything and we sold our house and we lived on my sister's floor. And <laughs> it was wild times for sure. But I mean, it's it's one of the best decisions that, you know, we've ever made and, and you really growing stat wellness and getting me fully on board. But yeah, I mean, it was tough. You know, for those who don't know, I worked in corporate America for 11 years and I left that to... Uh, about six, seven months ago to join Stat Wellness full-time, be the COO. And it's been absolutely fantastic. And I, I love the transition. It's been great, but it's not without its its hardships and trying to figure out how you actually navigate these conversations, especially with, with your spouse. Um, and it's been really interesting with the Enneagram, understanding our personalities, understanding like, hey, when we're healthy, this is what it looks like. And you can start to teeter and see when we're teetering on the edge of uh, unhealthy, what that starts to look like. And I think these descriptions in Enneagram almost give me chills every time I read them because it really almost to a T, 95% accurate how 
we see each other, the relationship, everything. And it's, it's pretty crazy. So I know that everybody listening is not in our unique situation of being a seven and a six in marriage. So as we're sharing all of this, you guys may relate. You may be totally different personality traits as us. But I encourage you guys to go and do the Enneagram. Um, I love the Ready Institute. It's R-H-E-T-I institute.com. And what Cameron is talking about when he was saying that he gets chills all over him as we took our Enneagrams and we went to another website that's called the Enneagram Institute.com slash relationships. And once you know your number, whatever your number is and your partner's number is, whether you're dating, married, whatever it may be, you can put it in and it will tell you what your relationship looks like together. And so there was a couple of these things as we shared our story that we just wanted to talk about. You going to go through them? Uh, just a couple of I them. I love it. Sixes and sevens were both mental types. So we are more in our head than we are in our heart. We're thinkers. And um, sevens are particularly good at generating new ideas, while sixes are particularly good at mastering the practical steps that are necessary to get things done. Right there is a CEO and a COO. Right. Sevens help sixes put fear and limitations into perspective and sometimes to move beyond them entirely. Sevens lay out the big picture and get people excited about new possibilities while six moves in the logistical and tactical know-how following through with detail. Uh, Again, CEO and COO. Uh, I just love reading these. So this visionary and functionary mix, sixes bring commitment and loyalty to the sevens, uh, often an expertise and groundedness that the seven comes to trust and rely on, uh, which I definitely do rely on. And sevens bring a driving sense of optimism and possibility, high energy, a sense of adventure and fearlessness with regard to failure. Uh, And this, I think, is just, it's such a perfect pair of CEO and COO. And if you asked us, five years ago where we would be today. I think neither of us would predict this. Um, And then I just love that uh, they can teach sixes how to be resilient and how to not fear the future while sixes can teach sevens the difference between optimism and pipe dreams. And I think if we went back five years ago um, and I had the dream of stat wellness, it probably felt at the time like it was a pipe dream. And I, yeah, I agree entirely. And I do think I've changed a lot in that sense too. When I got over the initial hump of, okay, we're doing this and stat wellness is the thing and like just being fully invested and, and moving this thing kind of forward and supporting Kristen how, however I could, it, um, it taught me how to make better, faster decisions in other aspects of my life too versus over-researching things. I always love the analysis piece of it. And once I could kind of get over that initial hump, it just felt a whole lot better. And there's a lot of aspects of that in my life too, where it's even like planning a vacation. I could go down such a rabbit hole, pull together way too much information and then never be able to make a choice. And so you have this- pause right there. Cameron, when we go on vacation, he would make us Google walk the Airbnb we were going to stay at. The best way to do it. To find out if it was the perfect location. Has <laughs> any other listeners out there, do you guys Google walk where you're staying on vacation before you stay there? It's the only, you can't trust just TripAdvisor reviews. You can't trust Google reviews. You got to actually put your yellow man down on Google Maps and take a look around and walk it. See, see, see what side of town you're on. Make sure you're uh, close to the things you want to be close to. And yeah, it's the best way to do it. Gosh, I love that. And then, <laughs> you know, if you go to the Enneagram Institute and do this uh, .com slash relationships for you and your partner um, under the potential trouble spots, one of the sayings that I love on here is that, and this is exactly what I felt when I was going to open the business, that sixes are 
often too anxiety ridden, worry too much and make themselves <laughs> everyone else crazy or <laughs> raising every question and objection before trying anything. So that is how I felt when we were opening is just question after question after question. And again, looking back, I would now say that he was my number one advisor and uh, really our biggest investor. So I really challenge you guys go in, do the Enneagram, uh, figure out what your number is. I think it will give you a lot of insight on who you are as a person. The way they word it, you're like, that is so much better than I could have worded this about myself. Then do it with the person that you're in a relationship with um, and learn about where you guys are going to be when you're really strong and learn about some things that may be some pitfalls. Uh, So that was kind of me and Cameron's experience, me as a seven, optimism and everything. Cameron as a six, more detail-oriented, going to see more of the risk first. And it helped us really see each other's perspective on situations. And then now it's really, again, worked in our favor as the CEO and COO. Um, you figure out your strengths, weaknesses. Um, I mean, I definitely learned new things about my personality. And um, you figure out, like Kristen was saying, when you're healthy, when you're not. Uh, and you figure out also the best ways to communicate with each other and to understand whether that other person is coming from. So instead of, you know, Kristen uh, saying I'm being a pessimist about something, she understands I'm going to ask some questions. She understands I'm going to have some more strategic thoughts. I want to kind of apply to it. Maybe I even want to spend the night or a couple of days kind of thinking on it versus making a decision right then um, and making kind of a rush judgment on it. So, you know, we we've learned what kind of makes each person tick. And we also know the right way to approach the situation to make sure we have a good constructive conversation versus just like, well, you don't like the idea. I love the idea, but let's talk through it. And it's even things that have carried on through our business. And uh, I think our team, you start to really understand and learn personality traits and how we're different. And there's another platform that's actually really wild and crazy to me called Crystal Nose. Do you remember me telling you about Crystal Nose? So Crystal Nose you download it and it's a subscription, but you can go onto someone's LinkedIn profile and you can see and learn a lot about that person just from what they do on the internet. I'm guessing is how they pull this information. And it's wild how accurate it is. And this even lined up with Cam and I's Enneagram as the seven and the six. And it gave me chills because I was like, okay, this is exactly correct about me. And our team knows it. They're like, when you send Kristen an email, bullet point a couple things. Don't make it long. Don't have a lot of detail in the email or she'll just skim over it. Yep. Where Versus you- me, if I get an email like that, I'm probably going to pick up the phone and call you and have a conversation to understand the context and understand yes. <laughs> a little bit more about the situation. Well, when I looked at you on LinkedIn with Crystal Knows, it basically was like, don't leave a single unanswered question. More detail is... Uh, appreciated by you. I love it. Uh, be prepared when you go to meet with Cameron. Know he's going to ask a lot of questions. For me, it was like, take her to a fun place, have lots of noise, <laughs> get her excited. <laughs> I'm like, Crystal knows. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really creepy. So I, again, try this out. Let us know how your experience was. And then the other thing that Cam and I just want to talk about is even outside of our Enneagram and outside of Stat Wellness, um, just a little bit about like who we were when we came into relationships, how everybody is, is a individual before you get married. And then we look at it as you become a combined couple. Uh, and then, you know, you become a family unit or whatever you would like to describe it as. But, uh, I don't know if I've shared much about this with anybody on any of the podcasts, but when Cam and I first got together, I was very into fitness, very into fitness and health. And I kind of knew everything I was eating, everything that I put in my mouth was very clean. I probably ate more than I 
even eat now, but it was all incredibly clean. Tons of vegetables and nuts and seeds. I was plant-based at the time. I was teaching group fitness classes. Walking that eight-pack, 12-pack? Yes, I had like an eight-pack or 12-pack. I was also like running marathons, you know, all of the things. You, you were a lot to keep up with. Yeah, I can imagine. I had to I bring, you, bring you down a peg or two. And then Cameron was on the other side. <laughs> now it's my turn to talk about you. Um, Cameron was on the other side where he was great at relaxing and um, wanted to spend some time taking some naps on a Saturday afternoon Oof. and watching Netflix shows. So you Rest imagine those days. the two of us, we started dating 12 years ago, which is wild, um, 12 years ago. And so that was who we were coming into this relationship. And uh we just wanted to share a little bit about how we met in the middle and some of the things that we've done as a couple to kind of stay healthy, but also not be on the extreme of where Cameron was when we got together and where I was when we got together, because I think both of those uh, were unhealthy, actually. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I think, um, you know, we met at the very end of college and I was kind of starting to just get ready for my career and kind of focusing on that. And so of the personality type when, you know, work hard, play hard. But when it's time for me to uh, be done working hard, I do want to totally turn it all off. And I do want to be able to just relax. I love going out to try different restaurants, um, love experiences, uh, love doing um, all sorts of things on the weekend that are fully meant for hanging out, whether that's watching TV, whether it's going for a run, whatever it is. Uh, and I struggled with that at first because, Kristen would wake up, I don't know, before the crack of dawn, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. We're like 22 years old. And, you know, she'd give me a call or nudge me and say, um, here's all the things that we're doing today. And it's Saturday morning, 22 years old. And it's just like of just like 15 things that need to get done in conversations. That does with not herself. sound like me at all, Cameron. And, that does not sound like me at all. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm in play mode. Like we're, we're done with work hard mode. We're in play mode right now. And um, I think neither of us were, were entirely right with our mindset. And it did take some time for us to kind of learn and get our footing of what do our weekends look like? What, are, what does our time look like as far as how we balance doing this work thing, doing this play thing, and understanding that at times both of us could be unreasonable. I was being too lazy. You might have been overdoing it a little bit on the fitness side. And so we had to figure out that place in the middle of like, how do we move forward without driving each other crazy. Mm -hmm. And I think it was really, I think it was great. I think that us meeting in the middle developed some really healthy habits and not living on either extreme. Sure. So some of the things that really worked for us, um, even in early years of us getting married too, we really committed to not drinking during the week. That was like a really big kind of, we called it our little guardrail of, you know, let's just make sure that we enjoy some drinks like we are tonight on a Friday night. Like we're able to sit back and look forward to it and catch up with each other, but we're not having it. We're not having a cocktail with our dinner on Wednesday night or a glass of wine on Thursday night because we can. Yeah. It's really easy to get into a pretty bad habit of doing that, especially when you come home and you know, we have kids now, if you get the girls to bed and you're like, yeah, it sounds nice to just unwind and do that and before you realize that you're doing it, I don't know, four or five nights a week, even if it's only a glass or two of wine. Um, I mean, that adds up. It adds up financially. It adds up um, as far as your health and your calorie intake. It adds up as just far as alcohol consumption. So, but it's easy, I think, especially when you're younger in your career, you have this newfound freedom, maybe new money, paychecks, whatever it is. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I can come home and do this. And it can definitely become something that um, you don't realize you're in a habit of doing until you look back and you're like, okay, how many days did I not drink this week? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we decided to be very intentional. And 
I think no matter how you spin it, alcohol is not healthy for us, right? It's a toxin that we have to process. For us, we enjoy having a glass of wine or maybe one cocktail and and on the patio and just catching up and having conversation with each other. So we decided to be very intentional with our drinking and limit it to the weekend only. And that was a really a great thing that we did to kind of meet in the middle. Um, some other things we did was we really, we prioritized eating in during the weeks. Mm-hmm. So not going out to eat on a random day or, um, you know, grabbing something unhealthy for lunch and really making our weekdays very healthy. And I, we don't now have weekends that are just all on binging, but it allows you to go to a restaurant and order what you want to order and enjoy that food because you don't get it every day of the week. Yep. And that was, again, when Kim and I got married, it was a really big thing for him that he he loves trying new restaurants and he loves trying great food. And here I am, a vegan that eats everything whole and not one thing that's been processed at all. So, um, you know, which is great 80% of the time to eat really whole nutritious foods, but he helped me realize like, Hey, Kristen, it's okay. If we go out to eat and you have, if you don't have a gluten issue, you have some bread and butter, you know, and you eat, uh, some French fries with me. And so we found a balance that really worked for us, even in the food realm where it was like, yeah, we have some meals where we don't have to worry about what we're eating. And we have meals where we're, we food prep and we have healthy healthy options on hand. And we both really like to cook too, which makes it fun. I mean, you can switch up your menu every single week, um, every single day, um, every single meal as well, if you have the time. And uh, for me, it makes it a fun thing. Like I really do enjoy cooking. And Kristen, I know you really enjoy cooking too. Um, So it was fun to kind of go out on the weekends and go to a nice restaurant or just have somebody else cook you food and kind of get inspired by it and say like, how can I make this a healthier version or how can I kind of do a riff on this or I'd love to be able to make this at home. Let me try to kind of do a copycat and kind of add this into our weekly meals that we do. And you get into a pattern relatively quickly, faster than I thought we would of, you know, not worrying about every single meal during the weekday. Like, okay, now we got to go out and get stuff and it's been a long day. We got to go to the grocery store or out to eat, whatever it is, everything, you know, you've got a pantry full of stuff, whether you've done meal prep on Sunday or Monday or however you do it, or if you're just kind of cooking as you go. And um, I think you get into a pattern a lot faster than you might think. And then you add in the not drinking piece, you're waking up those weekdays extremely refreshed um, and ready to kind of take on the day versus like even having sometimes like a beer or something like that, the older you get, I've noticed an impact on me the next day and like getting a little bit of that brain fog. So um, I really enjoy the aspect of kind of getting into that pattern, that rhythm um, as well. And another tip, marry somebody that's a great cook. Cameron is a phenomenal cook. Even when he's making some of our weekday healthy foods, he's phenomenal. So he does all the cooking. Oh, uh, and if you guys are listening and invest in restaurants or anything, give us a call because I've been telling Cameron he needs to open a restaurant for decades. Um, so hopefully I can get I can get him one day one. being a, a head chef. Uh, there's the seven coming out in me again. <laughs> the other thing that was really big for us is is we like to work out together and it's uh, a lot harder now with our two young girls uh, and our schedules being all over the place. But one thing that we've really loved to commit to doing is once a week, 5k together running was something that was a, a big thing for us to be able to always do because when we travel, when we're gone for the weekend, when Kim and I are in Europe, like we could do, and we do do a 5k in every city we go to And it's just a way to keep movement a part of our relationship. And so that's been a really fun thing that we've incorporated throughout our relationship. I look forward to it um, every week. Pretty much always do them on the weekends, um, either on Saturday or Sunday, depending on weather, 
you know, how the girls are doing or whatever plans that we have. Um, but as Kristen said, it's been something that we've done every week. We started this a couple of years ago. Uh, it's super informal. We don't often do the same route. And um, it's a great way to explore a city, especially if you are traveling. Um, it's a great way to walk out of your hotel or your Airbnb that's in a fantastic part of town because you Google walked it before you got there and you know where you're going and you just go out and you start running, right? And it's really fun. You just uh, typically... If, we, if we're having a good run, um, we might go for longer than a 5K. Uh, like went to D.C. a couple months ago, went and hit all the big spots, tourist spots you can go see, and just ran between them. I think we ended up doing eight miles or so. It didn't even feel like it because we're running at a relatively sl slow pace. I think we did a little bit of walk run in there too. But you get to see these spots versus being in a car or some type of tour bus or anything like that. And you get to run to them, take your time, be like, okay, I saw it, on to the next thing. Before you know it, you've run eight miles. Um, and it really does feel... Um, like a great way, especially if you're talking about a vacation, to kind of kick it off. So mm -hmm. I've always enjoyed it. Cam and I talk a lot about how life is really, it's a choice. You know, marriage for everybody, I'm sure, is an up and down journey. I would say that we have way more ups than we have any downs. Mm. Uh, but it's a choice. Like, And we're by no means marriage experts or counselors. But we just both have talked and we're like, you know what? We want a happy life. Like, We want a happy, fulfilled life. And so that means meeting in the middle. And it means letting the other person take a nap and, you know, me working late at night or whatever it may be. And, um, and it's the little things, you know, Cameron going on a guy's ski trip and he left notes in the house and all the different rooms for the girls and little notes on my mirror. And those things just mean so much that, you know, even after being together over 12 years, he still knows the things that I love to see. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think both in our personal life and business life, we kind of have a mantra of we'll figure it out. Like we're, we just, we'll figure it out. You have ups and downs, good days, bad days, whatever it is. And we've just both are very aligned on kind of that mantra. And it's like, we're going to figure it out. We got two kids under two. We love them to death. They're absolutely awesome. But you have certain mornings that start off rougher than others. It, or one girl wakes up sick in the middle of the night. Like your day just doesn't go as planned so often. And we just kind of put our head down and just say, well, just we're going to figure it out. Like today's a new day. We're going to figure it out. So like whatever that thing is, whether it's positive or not, we'll just figure it out. Exactly. So you guys go do the Enneagram on the Ready Institute, then put it in to the Enneagram slash relationships. Send us a message and let us know if it was as dead on as it has been for Cam and I, and if it's as impactful as it is in your relationship as it was for ours. Uh, but we appreciate you guys tuning in with us and thanks for spending some time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, remember, little by little, a little becomes a lot. Even the smallest changes over time can lead to total mind and body transformation. I'd love for you to stay connected with at Dr. Kristen Oja and at Stat Wellness on Instagram. And if you have any questions, be sure to reach out. I'd love to hear from you.